Hi, and welcome to Walk Talk, a podcast courtesy of the Wound, Ostomy, and Continence Nurses Society. Walk Talk is your opportunity to learn more about advocacy, education, and research that support the practice and delivery of expert healthcare to individuals with wound, ostomy, and continence care needs. Please visit wocn.org slash podcast to subscribe and make sure you never miss an episode. Now, here's your host, Jody Scardillo. Welcome to this week's edition of Walk Talk. If you're planning to attend WOC Next in Nashville in the next few weeks, this is a Do Not Miss podcast. Today, our guest is Brooke Passy. Brooke is a certified meeting professional who is also the WOCN meeting manager. She's here today to talk with us about all the ins and outs of attending conference and to tell us a little bit about some of the new and exciting things that are planned for our members. Thanks for joining me, Brooke. Thank you for having me. So tell me, what's new this year for attendees? I I saw in a lot of the brochures and the website that there's new themes that we're uh, looking at using. Tell tell us about that a little bit. Yeah, so with the change to WOC Next, um, we've taken the education and divided them into four themes. So they'll be categorized by wellness, symptom science, quality, and clinical care innovations. And, And this was done really to help create education that spans across the continuum more of both practice setting and patient population. Instead of solely looking at continence, ostomy, wounds, the planning committee was really excited to sort of take a a whole new spin on the education and allow us to have a lot more crossover um, in specialty and practice setting and and patient population when, when talking about certain topics. Nice. It also looked like the format was a little different. Like it, I am used to like a, a 60 minute session or a 50 minute session and they kind of go all day from morning till night. <laughs> uh, tell, tell us a little bit about what's going on with that. Yeah, that's the, the terrible part sometimes, right, about going to a conference. You feel like you're stuck in the same room forever. Yeah. So one of the decisions made this year, too, is to vary that up a little bit. You know, we still have plenty of 60 minute sessions throughout the event, but you'll also see some 30 minute sessions as well as a few 90-minute sessions. And that was just really based on focusing on the need based on the topic, you know, so something that can be quick and easy and taken care of in 30 minutes is. And something that needs more time isn't shoved into 60 minutes. You know, we gave it the time that it needed. And then the other thing it allows you to do, too, is it allows you to session hop a little bit. Because I've heard a lot of attendees say in the past, you know, well, I listened to like half of this session and then I was sort of like, "Mm, what else is happening? (laughs) You know, so people will still do that, obviously. But this also gives people the opportunity a little bit more to sort of create their own schedule and and do what works for them. And, you know, maybe they go to a 30 minute session and then they take the other 30 minutes off, too. You know, it's a lot to go back to back to back. So that was sort of the thought process behind that decision this year and planning. So, yeah, they'll see 30-minute, 60-minute, and 90-minute sessions this year. It seems like it's much more organized and less frantic, and there doesn't have to be so much running from one thing to the other to the other all day and night. So I'm kind of excited about that personally. Yeah, let's hope, right? Yeah, for sure, for sure. And then one of the things I read talked about increasing product knowledge for attendees so that they might have different or more time to spend with exhibitors. So Can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. Um, So that was one of the other major goals uh, with the WOC Next. And we sort of took that in a few directions, one of which was to take the Innovation Theater, which hopefully people have seen the past few years, and redesign it a bit. So you'll see it's called the Innovation Hub now. And it's also redesigned in seating. 
it seems like something silly, but it'll just feel like a more collaborative space. You know, there's no stage. There's still a screen. There'll still be presentations, but there's no stage. It's not just rows of chairs. You know, you'll see some mixed seating. Um, And we've really encouraged the exhibiting companies who have decided to be a part of the Innovation Hub to be more interactive. And, you know, they're looking for that, too. So I think that's a nice spot that you're going to see some more interaction, some more valuable interaction, I hope, between attendees and exhibitors. And then the other thing, too, is we've allotted more time on Monday and Tuesday for one-on-one appointments with the vendors. So attendees can make appointments directly with our exhibitors. They can do that through the MyWCN app, as well as email, if, if that's what they choose. And so from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m., On Monday and Tuesday, the exhibit hall will be open, but only for those who have confirmed appointments. So when you come to the hall, you'll need to have either a confirmed appointment in your app or some sort of email, and then you'll have access and you'll be able to get the opportunity to have, you know, more quiet one-on-one time with the exhibiting companies you really want to have maybe some more valuable conversations with. Okay. So if I were working on a project at work and I really needed to like focus on a particular type of product line or a couple different product lines, that would be a really good opportunity to speak to a rep without a lot of people around and without people reaching over to grab products to try and all of that. So that seems like a good idea. Yeah, I think exactly. I think that all really... um give those people a a chance to have a more in-depth conversation in, like you said, a less busy and less noisy environment. So for people coming to the conference, what kind of things should they be uh, doing to prepare before traveling? Well, I mean, you know, so everybody has the things they do, right? But I always say check the weather Mm -hmm. because people make assumptions either based on where they live or based on what they think they know of Nashville. Um, You know, the average weather in June in Nashville is 85 as a high, but it's 65 in the evening. So it it will most likely get on the cooler side, you know, and you just want to make sure you pack options, you know, so the event is business casual. But you're going to want a sweater or jacket because the convention center and the hotel is going to be really air conditioned, right? And everywhere else you go. But then, you know, at night when you go out or in the evenings, if it cools down a little bit, you know, you just want to make sure you're prepared for sure. You know, and these days, don't forget your phone charger, you know, bring an extra one. (laughs) Don't forget your business cards. You know, there's a lot of great networking opportunities with attendee to attendee, but then also, as we just discussed, some extra opportunities with exhibitors. So, you know, you might go through more business cards this year than you have before. So definitely bring those and download the app, that MyWCN app. That's full of all the information you really need. It's right at your fingertips. You can look at the schedule. You can look at the exhibit hall floor plan. You can look at handouts. You can link to evaluations. It really just has everything you need. And the great part is, you know, the meetings team will update it if something were to change on site too. You know, so if there's a room change or anything like that, that'll get pushed through. So it will be, you know, the the best, most accurate information. And also make sure Um, When you download the app that you allow it to send you notifications because we will send notifications through the app and there'll be announcements, you know, reminders about some of the big sessions or events coming up. You know, we try to make sure there aren't too many, but that they're also really informative. So please make sure when you download the app, you you do mark it so that you can get the notifications. Oh, that's a great hint. I love that app, Brooke. I love that app. 
I, I can't even believe how often I grab it when I'm there. It, it's really awesome. The secret is I do too. Yeah, it <laughs> You really... know, sometimes it's just the fastest and easiest way to check something. Uh, everything you need to know there. Absolutely. And then um, you said something about phone charges and that. So is there Wi-Fi in the convention center? I, I, uh, tell us about that. There will be Wi-Fi in the convention center. Um, once again, it's, it's being provided with help from Hollister Incorporated. So there will be a network just for us with a password as well. That information will be available on the rolling PowerPoint um, when you're sitting in the session rooms, as well as in the what to know before you go email um, and some things like that. But there will be free Wi-Fi in the convention center, in all of the meeting space and the public space. There won't it won't be in the exhibit hall. So don't get confused if you go into the exhibit hall and you you feel like you're starting to use your signal. Um, you know, most people will be fine probably using their data in that one space, but that's the one space where you won't get a good internet signal is the exhibit hall. Okay, great. That's good to know. Okay. And then the event is at the Music City Center, and I think that's downtown in Nashville, if I remember from being there before. It is on Fifth Avenue. The official address is 201 Fifth Avenue South in Nashville, Tennessee. And yes, it is the Music City Center. It's about a block down from Broadway, which is the main strip that everybody really knows about downtown. So if somebody's flying in, what's the best way for them to get from the airport to uh, Music City Center area? You know, there aren't any special opportunities this year um, necessarily. So your best way is going to be all your usual options for those people who are comfortable with Lyft or Uber, feel free. Um, the Nashville airport does allow for that. And if you want to just take a cab, do that too. There's a flat rate of $25 to get from the airport to downtown. You'll pay an extra dollar for each additional passenger, but that's it. And then, you know, more information on travel. There's some shuttle options and some public transportation that can be found on the travel and general information page on wocnext.org. Okay, so somebody could get that all organized before they even left so they knew that what they were doing when they arrived in Nashville then. I would suggest that you do, yeah, for sure. And know which, this sounds silly, but know which hotel you're staying at and make note of the address of that hotel too. And then are there safety things? I know other times uh, when I've been at this type of event, they'll, they'll say to you, don't wear your conference badge when you're going out on Broadway to you know listen to music and have a few uh, cocktails. Uh, what's the story with that in the Nashville area, Brooke? Yeah, I mean, I think that's just a general tip. Anytime you're traveling to any major city, you probably shouldn't wear your badge. It's pretty much a, hey, I don't live here acknowledgement to anybody who's who's looking to cause trouble. So, you know, it's always a good tip to not have it on you or not be wearing it, at least. Um, if it's something you want to carry with you, you know, stick it in a pocket or your purse or things like that. But yeah, you shouldn't need it for any reason outside of the convention center, really, and, and maybe the Omni. We have some events there too. Okay. Okay. So once I arrive at Music City Center, what's the first thing I should be doing when I get there? Well, the first thing you should do is go to registration and check in. Um, You can use express registration kiosk to pick up your badge and your program and your tote bag. And then we do have some desks if you need to talk to somebody. And when you get to the Music City Center, that is located on level two in the registration area. And then uh, is registration available every day? It seems like it's open morning till night. Tell us a little bit about that, like if somebody's only coming for a partial part of the conference. Sure. Yeah. Um, registration is open basically from start to finish. So every day from usually about a half an hour before anything starts in the convention center until right around the time it ends, you'll be able to find somebody there. Um, it does open on Saturday at 10 a.m. So if you're coming in early, you know, just a heads up, that's that's when it 
it first opens. But once it's open, it's open pretty much yeah, all day, every day until about um, noon on Wednesday. And then for the exhibit hall, is that is that open every day? It seems like that usually starts like the evening or the afternoon of the conference uh, opening day. Yeah, so we have... Um, unopposed exhibit hours at our show. So it's only open for a few hours a day every day, but when it's open, nothing else is happening. So Sunday evening from 4.15 to 6.15 this year will be the opening reception. And then on both Monday and Tuesday, the exhibit hall is officially open from 12 to 3 with that extra hour we talked about before from 11 to 12 for the one-on-one appointment times. So if I was the first time attendee and then I was going to go to the exhibit hall, what would you tell them? Like, what would you say? Do you have to do this? Or what would you tell them to expect about an exhibit hall? I think the first time I saw our exhibit hall, I was... I was overwhelmed a little Mm -hmm. bit, right? But in a good way. You know, there's just a lot of companies to talk to. We have over 130 companies exhibiting in our hall. You know, so just take your time, go through and see everybody, you know, ask somebody actually like you, Jody, from a clinical standpoint, you know, for some tips too. But from a, a planning perspective, you know, aside from visiting companies, you know, make sure you check out the WOCN Society booth. We'll be doing our campaign for Fund the Future there. So if you want to make a donation, we're, we're all set up for that. And we're actually going to do some in-booth education this year too. So keep an eye out for that schedule. And then, you know, we have the Innovation Hub, which we already talked about, where our exhibiting partners have the opportunity to sort of present um, in little 30-minute sessions. And then this year, we have a new space called the Connection Hub, which is going to serve a couple of purposes. There's going to be some fun stuff there for you to take a selfie with your friends, you know, take some pictures with the new logo, as well as some planned meetups that we have scheduled And then, you know, the other thing, too, that was important to the planning committee was to try to connect with a local organization. So actually within the Connection Hub, we will have a local organization called Strings for Hope that will be selling handmade jewelry. It's a Nashville-based company, and all of the jewelry is handmade with used guitar strings and a few other random parts, and it solely employs women in transition um, who are looking to get back up on their feet and, and looking for a job. So it's a really cool organization, and honestly, the jewelry looks awesome. So I think it's a nice little marriage to stop by and check them out. But, you know, the Connection Hub was really created for that, to create connections, you know, connect with the city, connect with each other, connect with the event. So it's going to be a really open space with some seating and, and just a place to meet up. You know, if you are trying to find a friend, it'll be a good place to be like, hey, meet me at the Connection Hub. That's sort of hopefully what we're going for. Plus, if you're there by yourself and are maybe a new WOC nurse and don't know a lot of people, that might be a good place to kind of chat with people and that type of thing, too. Absolutely. Um, I think the three scheduled meetups we have, one of them is for the newer nurses. One of them is for our WTA and OCA course coordinators. Um, And one of them is actually like a meet and greet with the CB to talk about PGP points because, you know, we always have questions about that. Now, I also noticed that there's a first time uh, attendee event. And then right after that is a networking event. So if I were new, and and this is my first conference, would I want to go to both of those events, Brooke? Yeah, you definitely would. I mean, the first time attendee event is totally focused on a little bit of what we're doing right now, right? Giving people tips on on what to do and where to go and, and don't miss this or that. So and it'll, you know, it'll be led by planning committee members. So it's also just a great place, like you, like we've talked about, for, for people to meet other newer attendees. Um, but also just, you know, a, a quick check-in to make sure you're not missing anything if you're having that anxiety about it. Mm-hmm. 
And then the the networking event following it is really meant to be a full attendee networking event. You know, networking was really one of the major focuses, too, of, of the WOC Next brand. And so that's why you're seeing the Connection Hub. And that's why you're seeing this networking event. You know, we wanted to have an opportunity for everybody to be in the same place at the same time and meet each other. So we actually have it themed as sort of like a backyard party. Um, You know, it's only a 90-minute event, but there'll be some snacks, some drinks, some backyard-type games, as well as some fun stuff like a a selfie station and and things like that. So it's just a good place to start, I hope, um, for everybody to just come and meet up and, and, you know, have a little bit of fun before we start spending all day learning. That sounds great. I think that's a great idea to have that the first day too, because you, you seem to get busier and busier as the days go. So that's that's a great idea. Right. And how many times do you like on Tuesday go like, oh my God, I didn't know you were here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you think when you get you there, you have all this time and then all of a sudden it's Wednesday morning and you're like, wow, I, I didn't get to do some of the things I thought I was going to do. Yeah, for sure. And it looks like there's really good um, symposia this year, too. So if you signed up or tried to sign up for one of those and then you were shut out, what are there? Are there options about that? It seems like people sometimes get into those on site. So tell us about that a little bit. Yeah, if you signed up for or tried to sign up, register for a symposia session and, and you didn't get in, you know, we have a couple of tips. So one, if you want, put yourself on the wait list, just so you know that that does not guarantee you a spot inside the room. However, I can tell you, you know, typically, especially for breakfasts, there's a little bit of drop off, you know, because some people just decide they don't want to get up that morning. And I'll be honest, you know, I do I do my best. Me and my team really do our best to get everybody in the door. So if it's important to you, if you really want the education, if you want to start your day with a good breakfast and, and learn something new, for instance, show up is really it's one of those it's one of those situations like just show up. I, I can't promise I'm gonna get you in the exact session you want, but like I said, me and my team really do our best to make sure that you get into one of them so that you have the opportunity for the education and, and you know, the meal, which is important for a lot of our attendees who are, are paying their own way, too. So let's talk about the poster hall a little bit. I know there's been some changes to the uh, posters. We now have some e-posters. Uh, so tell us a little bit about what's going on with uh, that. Where are the poster halls located and what kind of hours do we have for viewing of those? Yes. So, you know, it's really exciting. We're moving towards more e-posters. So this year we're about 50-50 between e-posters and physical posters. So it'll be a really cool experience, I think. You know, make sure you take time to check out the physical posters in the hall. People always think that because it's in the same room, sort of, as the exhibit hall, that it's only open when the exhibit hall is open. But that's not true. It's at the front of that space. And so you can get into the poster section of the hall almost all day, every day. Double check the program. But, you know, it's pretty, pretty typically like from the minute sessions start until they end. So, you know, let's say you need a break from sitting in a room or during one of the coffee breaks you want to pop in. Please, please do that. It's there for you. And this year, not only will we have, you know, a large number of e-posters, but we're also able to make it so that the e-posters that are housed, they're housed on this website. And we're going to make the website live for about two weeks prior to conference and two weeks after. Um, So you'll get that link sent to you um, pretty soon, actually. And you'll be able to catch those before and after, too. So go into the exhibit hall, check it all out. 
play with the e-posters on the screen. But, you know, if you don't have time to get to all of them, you know, just remember that they'll be available for you for a little bit after conference as well as before. So that's another tip there, too. Oh, great. That's good, because sometimes you just run out of time to do everything you want. And now I understand there are contact hours that people can obtain for viewing posters. What's the story with that? Yeah, so you just want to make a note of the poster number when you view a poster. Um, and then when you go into the conference evaluation at the end, you're going to notice there's actually like a posters button. So you're going to want to click that. And it's going to ask you to check off every poster that you viewed. Um, and for each poster, you'll get, you know, a percentage of a point. And then it adds up pretty quick. You can get around six contact hours from the e-posters and the CE posters in the hall. So like I said, just make note of the poster number that you view because you'll need to check it off. And then, you know, there'll be some other questions, evaluation type questions to go along with it. And then at the end, that'll get calculated into your evaluation certificate. Okay. So can you do that on the app? The, so if you have your WOC Next app and then you're, you know, have an hour and you go through and do, say, 10 posters, can you do them and then go back in the next day and do another 20 posters? Or is that a one and done thing with the evaluation? No, you can definitely go back in. You can go back in and out as long as you don't finalize your evaluation as a whole at the end. Okay. You can go in just like you can go in and out with sessions too. You know, you can start to evaluate while you're in Nashville and then, you know, if you get bogged down, like, you know, and you're taking notes or something, don't be worried about going back or having to finish while you're in Nashville. You can complete those evaluations. You have about 30 days after conference ends to get your evaluations in. Okay. Okay. There's also a notes page on that app, I noticed. So you could jot down your poster numbers on that if you wanted to, uh, to do keep track of them for your evaluation. Absolutely. There's a notes page there. There's some lined notes pages at the end of your final program, too, if you're if you're a paper person and you're carrying that around. Oh. That's another good place to jot it down, too. We're also going to have the author index in the final program this year. That's new, too, to help people find the posters they're looking for. So you could also always, like, you know, mark there, too. Okay. Because sometimes it, if you're doing a lot of them and it's over time, it's hard to remember everything you did when you're looking at that long list. Yeah, of course. Good, good. So and anything particular attendees should bring to the individual sessions? You know, so we just talked about notes. That seems to be a big thing. So, you know, however you take notes is what I would suggest. You know, there's like you said, there's a notes section in the app. I'm pretty sure there's a notes section within the app, within each individual session. Um, like I said, there's also a few lined pages at the end of the printed final program. Or, you know, if you want, if you're a pen and paper kind of person, you know, make sure you have a pen and a notepad. If you really want to take notes like directly on handouts, we will have that posted on the website within the next week or so, you know, so that'll be available about over a week before you travel. So take the time and, and download those, print those out for you yourself, bring them with you if there's a session where you really want to have that you know, opportunity. And then that's, again, one of those things where that resource will be available after conference too. So if, if you don't do it before and you realize in a session you want to have that for your records, you know, you can always go and do that. But yeah, if you if you want to print the handouts and bring them with you, bring a notebook, use your app, use the final program, you know, just take a minute to think about it. Because a lot of times we'll have people who are like, I, I want to take notes. Do, do you have a notepad? You know, and I, I wish we did for everybody, but but we really don't. And, and these days, everybody takes notes in so many different ways. You know, just don't forget that, you know, you're going to education for a handful of days. So be ready for 
your style of note taking, I guess. Yeah, that's a good point because you're so busy not forgetting your clothes <laughs> and everything right. else, your business cards that maybe you wouldn't think of a pad if you're a paper and pen user. All right. So now I want to know, since you know all of the details about everything that's going on at this conference, I want to know what is the thing that you personally are most excited about for uh, WOC Next? I think I'm really excited for the networking. You know, I always hear our attendees talk about how this is when they get to see each other because, mm-hmm. you know, the WOC nurses are, are a close, a close tight-knit group of people and, and most of you are so spread out, um, you know, so I'm really excited for that opening networking um, reception we talked about on Saturday. I'm really excited for the Connection Hub um, in the exhibit hall, you know, just to be a place like, where should I meet you? You know, to be able to say like, meet me here and you can sit there and wait for so-and-so to get to you. And then I'm really excited about some sessions. I don't, I don't want to give too much away, but but make sure you go to the opening keynote and just take a minute to check out sort of some of the stuff that's being done differently um, this year. I think it's, I think it's a really exciting time for the WOCN Society's annual event and and the WOC Next brand. And and I'm hoping, you know, that attendees will really see that, you know, just see that, you know, while there are some changes or things they're not used to, that it's all really planned with purpose and and hopefully will will be a, a really great educational experience and a really good vacation because I feel like that's what it is for some of our attendees, you know, and and listen, Nashville is one of my favorite cities. So mm-hmm. I just think you can't go wrong. Mm-hmm. It is a great spot. And it's so close to everything, which is really awesome. And so for if I'm a first time attendee, what would be the most important things you, you think they should know? I think if you're a first time attendee, just take a couple minutes with the program and make sure you mark the things you want to participate in. And then if you have questions about any of it, Go to that first time networking event or or go to one of the meetups at the Connection Hub or, or stop by the society booth or stop by the registration desk. Don't be afraid to ask questions. You know, I think a lot of our attendees, too, are always willing to help other attendees as well. So, you know, don't be scared to sort of, you know, ask somebody sitting next to you in a session or come ask the staff at the registration desk and just make the most of, of your time there. And then you, we talked a little bit about evaluations. And so you can do that on the app and then you could do it at home on your computer at home. Are there stations in the convention center like there have been in the past or have we gotten away from that? So there will be one. Okay. There'll be one this year. Um, it'll be in the registration area. Okay. You know, it'll, it'll be one of those little pods of computers. So there'll be a couple screens um, there that are available. But, you know, most people these days, they bring their own mm-hmm multiple devices, some people. So, you know, we cut back on it a little bit. But yeah, like I said, the evaluation, like you said, can be done basically. It's it's basically a website. It just has a really good mobile look to it this year too, which will be which will make it a way easier to to do on your phone than it has been in the past. But yeah, so so that's something you can do during and after the event. Sometimes you need a little uh, snack or a little cup of coffee or a pick-me-up between meals because you're busy. So are there places right near or within the convention center that you know of that will have those types of things available for us when we're there? Yeah, absolutely. So just a reminder that WOC Next's program provides breakfast and lunch, I think, 
almost every single day. And we do do some coffee in the morning as well as some refreshments in the afternoon. You know, the flavored waters have been a big hit over the last few years and and things like that. But, you know, if you really want a soda or you want a coffee at four o'clock in the afternoon, I I get it. So there's actually a lot of opportunity um, for that. There's actually a place called the Fresh Pick Market, um, which is right outside the exhibit hall. It's like a little convenience store. That's open basically, you know, from the beginning of the day till the end every day. There's also a Dunkin' Donuts in the back corner of the convention center. It's a little harder to find, um, but it's back there. And then the Omni, you know, is directly across the street from one side of the building. And the JW Marriott is directly across the street on the other side of the building. And both of them have really great coffee shops. So that's a good stop, too, if if you want, like, a coffee and a pastry or, or something like that. Okay, so there's a lot of options uh, close by for people. There are, yep. Okay. I guess my last question for you is, so I'm the walk nurse that's left at home to work and man the fort while my colleague is in Nashville. So what are the options for people for that can't get to Nashville? I, I see some live streaming things on the, uh, the Walk Next site. So tell us a little bit about that for the people that can't get there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the live streaming of WOC Next 2019 is an awesome opportunity. You know, we've been doing this for a handful of years now. Um, and the planning committee picks what they feel are going to be, you know, the hottest topics. So I believe it's about 12 or so educational sessions that are part of that live streaming program as well as a few select symposium either, even. You can um, see one of the lunch symposium, and there's even a breakfast symposium that'll be live streamed as well. So it's a really good opportunity for those those WOC nurses who aren't able to come to Nashville. You know, that's um, offered complimentary to all members in part with the support of From Hollister Incorporated. And then if you're a non-member, it's offered at a packaged price that I don't remember off the top of my head, but the truth is it's more than membership. So if you're a non-member and you're interested, you know, your best bet is really just to join WOCN Society, get the perks of the membership throughout the year and, you know, get the free CE for conference that way. And then this year, uh, aside from just the usual live streaming opportunities, we've actually added some engagement with live streaming too. So if you check that out, there's actually a game, sort of an engagement game of sorts that you can play where you get points for doing certain things in our live streaming player, you know, and and the top scorers will win some prizes and, and things like that. Oh, people will love that. Yeah. And I mean, they'll even, you know, we didn't really talk necessarily about the polling and interaction like that in educational sessions. But the cool thing about that also this year is that the live streaming audience will be able to participate in those as well. Oh, because they didn't used to be able to in the past, correct? Correct. Yeah. yeah. Oh, good. No, that's a great idea. All right. So I've kept you a long time and I know you have a lot of little things to do because uh, June 23rd is coming fast. So is there yes, anything is. else I, that our members and attendees should know about conference that I sh- didn't ask you or that I should have brought up with you? I mean, I think we covered a lot of great things. I think people should just come to, come to Nashville, have a good time, be excited to check out the new stuff. I think I think that covers it, Brooke. Come to Nashville, have a good time, meet your friends, learn some new things. Yeah, check out some new WOC Next stuff that's happening. Nice. Take your picture with some some fun things. Check out the Strings for Hope jewelry, you know, um, talk to some exhibitors you haven't met with in the past. You know, there's a lot of, of I think, involvement happening right now in, in every industry. And so I think seeing how our event is evolving and, and checking in with the exhibitors you know and don't know and checking in with each other, you know, just come and connect. I feel like, I feel like that's a really, this is a really good place to do that. Um, hopefully you get 
you know, some inspiration professionally and some great connection, maybe professionally and personally, and, you know, maybe just a really good time in a fun city, too. Sounds great. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing you there. Yes, me too. I'll see you soon, right? Right. Thanks, Brooke. Thanks for joining us tonight. Thank you. If you're looking for more information about the conference, go to the website at wocnext.org. That's W-O-C-N-E-X-T dot org. Looking forward to seeing you in Nashville. Thank you for listening to this episode of Walk Talk. Please visit WOCN.org slash podcast for additional details about this topic and the speakers. You can also get more information about subscribing to this podcast so you never miss an episode and to get the latest news and information from the WOCN Society. Again, that's WOCN.org slash podcast. We look forward to having you join us for the next episode of Walk Talk. Walk Talk.